Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Wickety Whack Wednesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all, all those of you who are listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. What's going on, everybody? have a bit of an embarrassing story to share that happened to me yesterday. <laughs> what happened, Janelle? What happened? So obviously we just got back from vacation. So we've been like, we had no food. We we're basically just scraping by on not a lot of food on Monday. So yesterday I finally went out and did like the big overhaul grocery shop. And yesterday was like super muggy and sticky. I had gotten out of the shower and I just quickly threw on just like this big baggy kind of dress it's like comfortable to wear in that type of muggy weather and i throw it on i rush out to the grocery store and uh, as soon as i walk in the grocery store i feel down on my right hand side a massive tag sticking out <laughs> and i realize oh. i am wearing my dress oh inside you're inside out, out. <laughs> <laughs> good And the worst part is, is that I thought that it was actually inside out originally. So I flipped it inside out and then put it on. So I did it like purposely. And if you're wondering like, oh, was it really that noticeable? Like, I mean, we're talking like the huge tag that sticks out on the side of your clothing. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Why are they so big? (laughs) Honestly, they're getting bigger all the time. Every language in the planet, you know, on those tags. And I get home and I'm unloading the groceries and almost immediately Adam's like, you're uh, wearing your dress inside out. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Thanks, know. Tips. Oh, I, I know. So I can only imagine what everyone at the grocery store was thinking. Because it was a big grocery shop. So it wasn't like I just ran in for five minutes. Right. I was there for close to an hour. You lingered. <laughs> you lingered in your tags. <laughs> you know, with, with fashion the way it is, I don't think anybody would have thought anything different. No? You think no. I'm good? I mean, the other night at soccer, I realized my kid had his shorts inside out. But he's, like, young. You're not young anymore. that's normal. (laughs) You can get away with it before a certain age. (laughs) I feel like they give you a gimme, but then, no. Yeah, you probably got some work. No, no. You're you're too old now. (laughs) When you think useless, think of Stu. Everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Guaranteed you're going to repeat this fact this summer, and you'll credit our show, okay? Guaranteed. Oh, man, it's a gutsy call. Here we go. Okay, these little buggers are called mosquitoes, and uh, the, the, it's a nasty bite when you get one, right? We have a lot of them. Do you know <laughs> that it's only the females that bite, not the males? Yeah. It, is that your fact? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's only the female ones that bite. Yeah, that's not new news. <laughs> it is to me. Apparently, we're not all as smart as Janelle. Are they mad? Why? Why is it only the females? I don't know. <laughs> it's because they, I believe they need it for their mating. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, uh, he just agrees with me. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. What, how do you rate that fact, Janelle? Oh, I... I don't even know if you want to know my answer. I'll give that a three. A, Angie? <laughs> Let her speak. Janelle hates me. I was actually going to give you only like a one. Oh! Okay. This is very you common gave... knowledge. I'm telling yeah. you, it's that chair. It's that chair that always gives me bad, bad score. Even last week with uh, Skinny Jeans Dean. Angie? <laughs> I'll give you the three you wanted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I'm counting on the good listener, all those Hall of Fame members that I've uh, put into uh, the hall to give me a good score. Nine out of ten, Vampire Hall of Famer Dump Truck Mike. Mm. Oh, you can always count on Mike. Yes. Uh, Dad's Little Finlander, oh, Stu. 
That is very common knowledge. I am giving you a three. Yeah. <laughs> From Bitterman and his wife, happy hump day. Bitterman gives it a two, knew that. And the wifey only gives it a four, also Oof. knew that. Sorry, Stu. Okay, uh, to the better scores we go. Knew that, still a 10 from Handsome Dave. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The early morning kids knew that as well. They need nutrients for their eggs, yes. Uh, They're giving it a 9, though. Okay. I see. Wow, okay. Uh, Sleepy Lee's, too. Um, uh, That's what I waited for instead of getting up and ready for daycare for the kids. (laughs) Sleepy Lee's, really? Do not plan your morning (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow see what happens when you give a bad score they all give bad scores no that is not when you true. give a bad fact that's when the bad scores come. well would you like to do the fact tomorrow sue your mom <laughs> like your mom who usually gives you a 10 every day has What'd only you given me? you a three this my morning. mother oh! only gave me a three she said i knew that sorry yeah i'm not going to montreal no. Oh, withholding visits from your mother? What kind yes. of son are you? Rude. Uh, You're no. evil. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the Emmy nominees they announced yesterday represent the best of what we watched, streamed, binged, and rewatched over yet another pandemic-affected year. So uh, some people are pretty much tied to these shows and gives you a good idea of what to watch next if you haven't gotten on board with them yet. So no surprise, leading the charge with a whopping 25 nominations, oh. Succession is leading the race. As it should be. Wow. Such a great show. I've not started this one yet. Angie, you'll love it. I know the type of stuff you like. You'll love it. It's okay. good, yeah. I, uh, How many seasons do I have to go back? How many? Two or three? I think there's three seasons. Oh, there's okay. There's four seasons. Oh, four? Se- oh, four. Yeah. oh, okay. That's all right. All right. Uh, following close behind, no surprise, it was last year's big comedy winner, Ted Lasso, once again. Yeah. 20 nominations. Wow. White Lotus. If uh, you guys watch White Lotus? No. 20 no. nominations. Uh, Hacks. And Only Murders in the Building uh, both got 17 nominations. Wow. Although, once again, a snub for Selena Gomez. So, her two co-stars, the Steves, uh, or who is it? Steve Martin St- and... Steve Martin and... Um, um, who's the, the other, other one? one? The other guy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> they both got nominations once again. Selena was snubbed, and they're not too happy about it. You know what was actually snubbed was This Is Us. They got nothing, which no. is crazy. In their they final got... season... The writing on that show, if anyone has seen the final episode of that show ever, for one, for the song that they wrote. wow. None of the the stars of the show, which is crazy, they've all been nominated, at least one of them, Mm -hmm. in the six years it's been on. But, like, it's mind-blowing that the writing of that final episode for the train episode was not nominated. Unbelievable. Anyway, Squid Game becomes the first non-English language series to ever be nominated for a Best Drama. (laughs) Wow. So there you go. So this is from the, how did you think you were going to get away with this crime file? But three men, including the curator for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, were charged yesterday for possessing stolen hand notes and lyrics um, from the Eagles and co-founder Don Henley. So these men are accused of trying to sell over 100 pages of documents belonging to Don Henley, including the lyrics to Hotel California and Life in the Fast Lane. It's all worth about a million bucks. They were trying to auction them off to Sotheby's and Christie's. And thought they were going to get away with this. How did they think that nobody was going to notice? Like, <laughs> so, how, how dumb are you? Don Henley has been trying to get these manuscripts back for decades <gasps> after they were stolen from him by a biographer who was supposed to be writing a biography for the album. 
And this guy later sold it to one of these guys really? who were then. They even tried to convince Don to buy back his own documents. From them. <laughs> they probably would have had an easier uh, uh, selling place on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, you know what? They should have put them on Marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the Eagles, incidentally, they announced last week are coming to Ottawa in September. Tickets go on sale on Friday. And that's What's Trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. A couple new parenting terms have popped up more recently than ever before. Have you ever heard of feral parenting or <laughs> off-the-grid parenting? So this is this type of sort of no-rules way of life where the kids lead the charge, the kids are in charge, and the parents are just kind of along for the ride. (laughs) And a good example of this type of parenting is uh, outlined in this post we saw on Facebook in the Canada Moms Board. It says, FYI, if you're dining out with small children, fine dining or fast food, it's never cute to sit and watch your children fingerprinting on windows with their ketchup or oh. ice cream. Oh, that post must have, been, must have gone wild. Oh, it did. It did. Like, what would you have done if this was your children? You allow this? No, not at all. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not even a parent, and I think that this is atrocious. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, there's like kind of like a movement of parents who just kind of check out or on their phones just kind of ignore the behavior and just let their kids do whatever they want you say that feral parenting is becoming more norm you're right because i mean d on her facebook page said that she just saw this last friday she was out at mandarin's on hunt club little ones running around the parents table while mom just sat there on her cell phone not paying attention not a chance you know like it's not a good it's not like your kids are learning nothing at this point and they're like oh well, like we let them do what they want to do. Yeah. No. So is feral par- parenting basically lazy parenting? It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's letting them be wild is literally what, like feral animals for sure. Yeah. No. I mean, you have to be willing to do the hard work and pull them out of that situation. And if that means wrecking your own dinner, like you have to be committed. Like I've told the story before. I made my daughter stand in a timeout in the corner of yeah. the front of the entrance of the restaurant while people are walking by us and going into the restaurant. I'm like, nothing to see here. We're just yeah. having a timeout. Faces in brick. (laughs) You know, years ago, I was out with a girlfriend of mine, and uh, she had two of her kids there, and her kids were kind of these kids. Mm. And I didn't say anything because, I mean, I'm not a parent. I have no idea what the situation is like. But I definitely thought, I'm like, nah, I don't think this is something I'd let my kids get away with. And, you know, I eventually have kids. I think this whole kind of, like, new era, in some cases, not all, you know, there's a lot of parents out there that just want to be their kid's best friend. No, you cannot. You, you know? cannot. And they just allow them to just kind of run the house and they run the parents. And no, you can't. That never would have flown when we were kids. Oh, Come God, on. no. I'll tell you uh, what my father would have done to me if I was one of those kids. <laughs> Coming up in a couple minutes. Yes. Well, in case you didn't hear, feral parenting is the new cool thing to do where you let the kids do whatever they want. And if you think that people aren't actually doing this, oh, they 100% are because, I mean, Elizabeth, just another example of witnessing it. She says, you know, you got to think about the people who are there trying to just be out at a restaurant and enjoying a meal. Um, she actually witnessed a married couple look like they were celebrating their anniversary at a fine restaurant table near theirs. You could clearly see they were, you know, looking forward to that romantic evening. 
and then next to them is a kid of you know a table full of screaming kids the parents not caring their meal completely ruined and just like the parents not doing anything about these wild kids you know it's not cheap to go to a restaurant no No, it's not especially a fine dining restaurant when you finally save up enough to go out and do that you want to at least enjoy it Yes. I'll yeah. tell you, if I had pulled this when I was a kid, my father would have introduced his uh, belt to my behind <laughs> if I ever ran around a restaurant with like a chicken with with his head cut off. Yeah. He, yeah. I, he would have introduced the belt to my butt. Yeah. I mean, we've asked you, you know, what would your parents have done if this were you when you were kids? And some of you mentioned the belt. Some of you mentioned the spanking. Some of you mentioned the wooden spoons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to instill fear in children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll behave. Linda said that her son noticed some kids who were being wild mm-hmm. and he's like oh mommy they're not coming back to the restaurant ever again are they and she said no they're not exactly <laughs> and that's it like you have to be willing to do the hard work and that means if you have to leave and you have to haul them out of there and mm-hmm. whatever you have to do i mean they have to understand that going out to dinner especially in this day and age we mentioned how expensive it is yeah. it's a like it's a privilege mm-hmm. and i don't know about you guys but when we were growing up like we didn't get to go eat out a lot at all no, so no. maybe a couple times a year we may yeah. Maybe got to go to the Ponderosa once a year. <laughs> Here's a steak. Here's a seven dollar steak. Oh, for the buffet or whatever. Yeah. But no, like it was it was a privilege, and we understood that, and we did not take uh, you know that for granted. And I honestly, you mentioned Stu, like what your dad would have done. Nicole has crystallized exactly what would have happened in my world had this been me running around the restaurant. She said. First, I would have had the death glare from my father. Mm -hmm. Yep, I know it well. It turns you to stone. (laughs) Then I would get it from my mother. And then I don't know after that because she said, to be honest, the death stare always worked. Yeah. (laughs) But she said, let's say we push the envelope. It probably likely would have uh, amounted to me being assisted out of my chair, escorted out of the restaurant with my toes hovering the floor, (laughs) drops of tears and pee simultaneously hitting the floor, and getting ready for the talking to at 110 decibels in the car on the way home with an empty stomach because uh, I never got to eat. And that's exactly how our parents parented. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, NASA continues to blow our minds with yet releasing new, five new, incredible photos from the James Webb Space Telescope. The most incredible photos we have ever seen. You know, every time I look at these photos, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, to me, it's just too bizarre. I mean, they say these are stars, structures that they've never seen before, and NASA says... Honestly, we don't even know what they are. (laughs) At least they're honest. (laughs) They're like these cosmic cliffs. There's like this glittering landscape of star birth. I didn't realize they have something called stellar nurseries, and that's where stars are born. How adorable is that? What? (laughs) Stellar nurseries, where stars are born. It's where they're made, where they're little babies, and then become big stars. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool, though. If you have not looked at these photos yet, you have to. This is changing the face of astronomy, and uh, it's just mind-blowing, for sure. Yes. It looks like someone painted it. It's yeah. beautiful. Right? It is just stunning. This glittering landscape. Just I want to so do cool. my bedroom like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have the stars all over the ceiling. Yeah. I always wanted that when I was a kid. <laughs> so NFL player Eric Decker, he's married to country singer Jesse James Decker, now knows that his four-year-old son knows how to post a photo on Instagram. A little oh, too no. well. So he had given his son Forrest his phone to play on while he went to go take a 
to a quick shower. And he was playing on his phone in the bathroom with him. And somehow took a photo of his cute little smiling face. But in the background was the glass shower door Uh-oh. and dad showering naked. <laughs> With his long schlong. It wasn't steamed up yet. It no. was not he steamed like up. A hot shower. Oh, no. <laughs> and somehow <laughs> took this photo and posted it to his dad's Instagram. So nice. the only reason they got wind of it is Jesse, his wife, got a text from one of her friends and said, I cannot stop laughing with this Jesse. She's like, I don't know if you know that he has his phone, but if you don't, go grab it right now. I'm concerned for you. And Jesse was like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. So yeah, so this photo went up of dad naked in the shower, thanks to little Forrest. Uh, and dad says, you know, I was just trying to let him watch his Avengers videos. You know, you think you're safe for five minutes and you're not. That's if not Dora. If they're not doing that, they're ordering from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard it all too well. So be careful with your kids and your phone. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right Janelle, who's made the cut today? All right, we have on the line with us uh, Frank and Darwin. Stu, you and Darwin will play first this morning. Good morning, Darwin. You ready to win? Yes. All right, let's do this. Choice categories, please. All right, so thanks to Lucretia Supaneka who sent these categories in. A play off tic-tac-toe. We have tick or toe. So um, all of these words have either tick or toe in them. Which do you like? Uh, toe. Toe? All right, three... Two, one. You get underneath the Christmas and give you a kiss. Little toe. And these are red. You put them in salads on... on Tomatoes. Yes. And uh, these are on your feet. Uh, they're... What's at uh, the end of... Potatoes? Yeah, what's... Yes, yes. And these uh, are what fries are made from. Potatoes. These are, um, hmm, little uh, things that we um, have as uh, from our past. Uh, mementos? Yes, and uh, buy the two... Wow. I'm impressed at mementos. Yes. Wow, <laughs> Darwin. I looked at that word, I'm like, oh, she's not going to get this. <laughs> good job. All right, you guys did really good. You got five. We'll see how that holds up. That's a solid game right there. Thank you very much. All right, good morning to Frank. Hello. Hi, good morning. Hi. So they actually did pretty good there, Frank. <laughs> we, have, we, <laughs> we have to beat five to try to steal that win from them, okay? Okay. Okay. Our category is tick. Tick. Words with tick in them, all right? Okay. All right. Here we go. Under your roof, you might store things up in the... Attic. Yes. And you're under someone's armpits and they're laughing. What are you doing to them? Um, You're under their armpits and they're laughing. What are you doing to them? Tickle. Yes. Good. Uh, And from a, a branch off a tree, you have a long... Like you, you uh, trunk. no. Uh, uh, okay, you're going to a movie. You give them your what before you go in? Your ticket. Yeah, and a woman wants to put her hair up in a ponytail. She uses. Ah. Oh man, oh. we weren't gonna get there. <laughs> I was trying to get you to do stick from the branch from the tree. Oh, that was yes. tricky. Oh. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Frank. I'm sorry we couldn't get it done. <laughs> That's rare for us. <laughs> Darwin is one. Congratulations. Thank you. You were on fire today, Darwin. Yes, with mementos. Look at that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> tell Jan- uh, Janelle, tell her what she's won. Well, we're sending you to go see Russell Peters. So that show is coming up later this month, and you get to laugh your butt off, hopefully, in the seat. Thank you.
Kathy and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, 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 it's National Friday, and we've uh, caused a bit of controversy on the social media this morning. We? Out of the... We? Uh, I. Uh, and a lot of people can relate to this. There's uh, four choices of fries. There's curly fries, wedge fries, a bag of like roadside fries and a, with the Chip grease truck. dripping. Mm-hmm. Well, we can truck. tell which one Stu likes. Yes. <laughs> or regular fries. And we're asking one has to go out of the four. And Why obviously, do you always want to eliminate something? You're always like, something that, has to go. Yeah, because it, 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 we engage people. So I'm, <laughs> I don't like A and B. A and B are. A and B. Are, oh, are, you're kicking out two. You don't even have to, but you're kicking out two. <laughs> I created the. I created the game. It's my rules. I thought the game was one has to go. <laughs> yeah, for everybody else. <laughs> okay. So what you want us to decide on which fry we're going to toss to the curb? Yes, Pro- out of the four: curly fries, wedge fries. Uh, Potato, a uh, hot chip truck fry, or a regular fry? Which one did you get rid of? Curly of fries, because I'm not five. Yes, thank Aww. you very much. <laughs> you guys, everyone's hating on the curly fries this morning. There's no way I'm getting rid of those. They're special. You don't get them very often. Like, there's like, what, one fast food chain restaurant that actually gives you curly fries? I think it's Arby's. Yes. They do? They, yeah. they often have like yeah. a weird spice on them I that love, I don't yeah. like. That's why I like them. <laughs> and they're so fun to play with. <laughs> You're not supposed to play with your food, Janelle. (laughs) Eat your your food. Although the potato wedge fries, if they're not cooked properly, and there's a fast food chain in Ottawa that doesn't cook them right. I'm not going to name names, but it rhymes with Mary Browns. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. They don't cook them properly. They make an amazing chicken sandwich, but the wedge fries, in my opinion, are not very good. Because they're not well done enough for you? Yes, exactly. The wedge fry, I just find, can be too dry. Yeah. It's too much potato. Like, you really have to load it up with a lot of ketchup or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like mayo on my fries. So I ha- really have to load them up. So the wedge fry is the one that I would kick out. Really? Okay. Yeah. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's fair. I made wedge fries in the air fryer last night and they were delicious. Crispy. Yes. And I cook. Every time I use my air fryer now, I know I said I'd, I'd never use it, but I use it all the time now to make fries. I never use the oven anymore. The thing that's good about a wedge fry is, like you mentioned, they're good with so many different dips. Yes, like yes. A, like a yes. garlic aioli or something. Yeah, number one like right a, there. Oh, you know, the, the food that's already bad for you, we're just like low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <all the sauces. laughs> but if you bake it, it's supposedly healthier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Well, if you have your McDonald's app, you can get free fries today. <gasps> what? Because it's National French Friday. Oh. But it's like a minimum $1 purchase. But on the app, you can get a free medium fries with purchase of a dollar. That's not bad. You can get your dollar drink days going on. So mm-hmm. go there and get your like dollar iced coffee and, a, and some French Or an fries. ice cream cone and oh, fries. Sign me up. Dip the fries in the ice cream like some okay. people do. Yeah. Okay, I know I'm having my lunch today. <laughs> Thank you very much. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. Trending. Well, 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 it looks like a star is born or a new love is born for Bradley Cooper. He is in a new romance with Huma Abedin. This is the former top aide to Hillary Clinton. You may remember her as the ex-wife of disgraced New York politician Anthony Weiner. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. The sexting scandal, convicted sex offender. So she and Bradley apparently have been dating for a few months. They met at the Met Gala through Anna Wintour, Mm. their mutual friend. Uh, And apparently it's working out. They're both into power and politics, human affairs. They're both single parents. Uh, He's got his five-year-old. She has a 10-year-old with her ex, Anthony. Um, But remember when George Clooney started dating Amal? 
all. And everyone was like, what? He's yeah. not dating an actress. Yeah. He's dating this woman who's a high profile lawyer with a brain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing with Bradley. It looks like uh, you don't always have to go for the... Uh, the actor and the actress uh, relationship in Hollywood. That you would want to not date somebody who has yeah. the same, you know, who's also an actor. An like actress. a commoner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Drake cashed in big this week. Uh, everyone's doing this online betting stuff, right? We have these new online betting sites even here in Canada that have popped up. But he was live streaming his online betting with stake. And I mean, when you have Drake money, it's more fun to bet. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> doesn't matter if you lose. Honestly, right? So viewers uh, of his live stream were jumping on to watch him play roulette and he hit it big on two separate occasions his first roulette win 12.9 million dollars what did he bet his second win 11.9 million dollars the money goes to money Uh, but that didn't last long so he built up this 27 million dollars and by the end he was down to 1800 bucks (laughs) He lost it all. But the point was not about Drake winning the cash. So the whole point was just for fans to watch. It's an opportunity to obviously, you know, um, publicize the uh, the online betting site. But what he was doing was giving the cash away to viewers of the live stream. And he actually gave away to several fans on the stream that night $25,000 a piece. Okay, oh. that's pretty cool. I'm going to start following him more often. Drake, next time keep the $25 million and give that away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, no one would have enjoyed Aaron McDonald's memorial service Saturday afternoon at the Bell Sensplex more than Aaron himself. As a young man living with developmental delays, Aaron made life brighter. He loved hockey, loved his two-liter bottles of pop, and everyone he met. And nearly 700 of those people gathered to celebrate his life this past weekend. There was pizza and french fries and, of course, bottles of pop. There was singing and there was hockey players. There was his family, his parents, Darlene and Bruce, who listened to this show, who let us know about this this morning. His brothers, Kevin and Greg, his identical twin, Taylor, was there. And Aaron died suddenly, June 27th, after collapsing while dancing around a campfire with his extended family celebrating his older brother's engagement. Oh, my God. He was just 27. So Jim Perkins, who is the founder of the Capital City Condors, which is the adaptive hockey team for players with cognitive and physical disabilities, for which Aaron and Taylor both played, was the master of ceremonies uh, this past Saturday for his celebration of life. And he says Aaron never met a stranger. And that's because he just assumed in his good heart that everyone would be as happy to see him as he was to see them. He hated sadness. He saw no evil in the world. And he was so content with just the simplest things. He and his brother Taylor were diagnosed with developmental delays at birth, and they had been clients of Main Street Community Services in Stittsville since they were 11. And recently, Main Street had arranged for them to move in together to their own apartment, and they were supported by a personal support worker. They were so excited about this new step. They moved in together. They were having a ball. And on the night he died, he collapsed without warning. His cousins started CPR. Firefighters and paramedics came. Uh, and his parents got to the hospital just in time to be told that he didn't have much time left. Oh. Every parent's worst nightmare, but it was totally unexpected. And what's worse is the autopsy revealed nothing. 
So oh. the family looking for answers uh, didn't have any. So it wasn't his heart. It wasn't a stroke. It wasn't some brain glitch. It wasn't a seizure. So someone at the funeral, his mom said, said as if it was Aaron had died of happiness. Because oh, he, was, he was singing and dancing with his family that day. He'd been having what they called Aaron's perfect day. And throughout his social network and hockey community far and wide, former Ottawa Senator Mark Borowiecki and his wife Tara attended the funeral. Kyle Turris and his wife Julie sent flowers and they texted throughout the service getting updates. Matt Karkner, who's another Capital uh, City Condors mentor, sent his condolences. So he just had such a network that just loved everything about him. And the executive director of Main Street Community Services says Aaron was always pushing us to be more patient, more compassionate, more understanding, and remembering his colorful spirit. We will dance more, we will sing more, and we will live each moment with him in our hearts. So the McDonald family started a GoFundMe, and it's actually called Aaron McDonald's Perfect Day. And they've raised nearly $27,000, but that's to support Main Street Community Services, the Capital City Condors, and other community services that help them throughout their life with their son. So tragic. 27 Mm -hmm. years of age and no answers, but... What uh, what an incredible uh, young man that was. And thank you to the family for sharing that story with us. And that's all the feels on Move 100.